<clears throat> uh, no cough today, but I guess a little throat clearing order. It's um, it's been a little while. It's been um, some weeks. I think it's been a couple weeks. Um, uh, what's changed? Uh, not a whole lot. You know the um, the current state of things is pretty much um unchanged outside at least uh inside um you know it's um going this is gonna be episode uh eleven i think um yeah and so uh we're gonna start things off with uh intro song that uh I did. Um it's on the basement tapes tape? I forget what I even called it. Wow. Um This is something I made I don't even remember making it, honestly. It's been so long. At least a year or two ago, maybe. Um it's called Out of Time, so I'm going to play that, and then I'll be back with uh, stuff for this episode. Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we're the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. Thank you. 
here's Tom with the weather. Gotta love that Bill Hicks intro and outro. I realize I, I kind of fucked up. There's like a half second that was missing from the beginning there. <coughs> which um kind of made the drum loop feel a little weird. And I, I noticed it. I don't know if it'll really... I don't know if everybody will really even care or notice it, but um, I at least noticed it, so I figured I'd mention it. If you want to hear the entire thing not chopped up, um, Darth the Pissed, D-A-R-T-H-T-H-E-P-I-S-S-E-D dot bandcamp dot com. It'll uh, direct you to the album page, but um, I'll I'll put that you know in the uh, the show bio wherever you listen or watch this. Not that there really is a video component yet, because um, I'm just I don't I don't really think that me sitting here occasionally looking off into the distance is all that visually thrilling. But um, maybe in the next um, ten episodes or so, we'll uh, we'll get that started. Maybe. Um, but yeah, um, so episode 11, I think I'm going to start and use this opportunity to start talking about, um, mental health stuff. Um, yeah, so episode 11, Bedcast, uh, is going to be about big old D word, the big sad, aka depression. Um... Before we uh, get started, I decided to do a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of prep work here. Um, basically, the real, the real name for uh, what most people just know as depression is major depressive disorder, the actual clinical term, or, or clinical depression. Um, but I, I decided to look up, um, you know, like the criteria, and obviously... Um, Given the world uh, situation and climate right now, it you know there's gonna be an upsurge in mental illnesses and uh, just low feelings of morale. You know, uh, shit sucks right now. I'll be real, uh, and it's it's slowly getting better. I think we're. I'd like to think we're over the hump of the worst of it, but. Um, <clears throat> You know, it's it's winter, so on top of regular just feelings of down and uh, outness, there's also um, what's known as seasonal affective disorder, a.k.a. SAD, uh, that affects a lot of people when there's less uh, sun, less nice weather. Not that it can't during the warm months, maybe if you're from somewhere that's uh, naturally colder. But for a lot of people, the uh, the winters and especially hard time, plus with the holidays just having uh, passed. I I don't know if there's any still going on when I'm recording this, but it's uh, after the new year. I'll say that. Uh, I don't even know what today's date is, but this will probably come out um, maybe in a couple of days. Maybe I'll do it on uh, a Friday again. I don't know. Um. But anyways, so there's a lot of uh, seasonal depression going around right now, I'm assuming. <clears throat> because of, you know, just the weather, people are feeling crummy because it's the winter. Maybe they're feeling crummy because of the holiday times, whatever, you know. But um, 
generally uh depression in the clinical sense will stick around a little longer um so there's a site that I found. I suppose I'll I'll link it. It's from it's uh this is from psycom.net. Basically, the DSM-5 is kind of like the uh the social work psychiatry um book of uh mental illnesses and or disorders. So the following uh you you have to experience five or more of these symptoms during the same two-week period, and at least one uh, should... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, at least one of these should be either feeling depressed, so a depressed mood, or a loss of interest or pleasure. But um, there are eight of these. I'm going to read through real quick, and then I'll just uh, kind of wrap for a little while. Um, but number one is a depressed mood most of the day, nearly every day. Two, markedly diminished interest or pleasure in all or almost all activities most of the day, nearly every day. Significant weight loss when not dieting or weight gain or decrease or increase in appetite nearly every day. So basically losing a lot of weight gaining a lot of weight and changes in your appetite. You know, you either want to eat or you don't want to eat. Um, four, a slowing down of thought and a reduction of physical movement observable by others, not merely subjective feelings of restlessness or being slowed down. Five, fatigue or loss of energy nearly every day. Six, feelings of worthlessness or excessive or inappropriate guilt nearly every day. Seven, diminished ability to think or concentrate or indecisiveness nearly every day. Eight, recurrent thoughts of death, recurrent suicidal ideation without a specific plan or a suicide attempt or a specific plan for committing suicide. Uh, to receive a diagnosis of depression, these symptoms must cause the individual clinically significant distress or impairment in social, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. Symptoms must also not be a result of substance abuse or another medical condition. <coughs> Basically, they're saying that if uh, you're someone who uses various substances, you might just feel most or all of those because of... Um, you know, possibly your substance use, maybe not, maybe just, but um, the way that they classify things, they have to be, you know, before the substance use or um, separate, I suppose. But, um, yeah, so a lot of those, you know, you, people might just be feeling now anyways, um, but now would be the perfect time to possibly go, uh, you know, get some real medical help for whatever's bogging you down. You got some stress, you got some anxiety, you have some uh, depressive thoughts or feelings. Why not go Zoom with a therapist or a social worker, a psychiatrist, psychologist, anyone? I mean, these people all have different, um, different job titles, so, I mean, your results may vary, but... Given that most um, like most places don't really want you coming in, and now that we're living in the digital age, you can just uh, 
you, you might have to talk to somebody on the phone and maybe come in for like your initial appointment just to get uh, your height, weight, and <clears throat> there's a cough. Um, normal initial uh, diagnostics taken. You know, your just your base measurements of whatever is going on. This is like a starting point. But then after that, you'll probably just talk to them on Zoom or something or whatever, um, whatever program or software that specific agency or department or wherever uses. And then you can you can dictate, you know, obviously they will have an idea of what uh, they can or want to do to help you. But really, it's up to you to kind of dictate what you want to get out of it. And you go over your goals, you go over um, where you want to be at the end of it, what you're working on, what you're working towards. And really, if it's just to feel better, you know, they will help you with maybe some positive thinking strategies or maybe some new positive coping mechanisms that'll help you uh, maybe not necessarily uh, completely get rid of uh, how you're feeling, but at least mitigate it for the most part, and also just help you feel better overall. Yeah. Um, and then as you work through it, you know, the goal is to eventually to get you to where you can function on a better level uh, and be fine, you know, most of the time by yourself, really. Um, but there are some people who, you know, maybe they just like having the weekly or biweekly or maybe even twice a week session where they just get to talk to somebody and vent about, you know, whatever is bothering them. And uh, as long as they're still getting some therapeutic use out of it, you know, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. But the, the goal is, you know, to help you in the end. And um, they'll they'll give you the tools. But uh, hopefully after some time, you will help, it'll help you to see what areas you can improve on or improve in, maybe. I mean, and also maybe your talk therapy isn't the be-all, end-all. Um, we've come a long ways in the world of psychology, as uh, illustrated in my earlier presentation, which I may or may not revamp slash revisit or redo in the future but if you've not uh watched slash listened to that i know the video got fucked up because of uh obs but um i i might have linked to the slideshow i can't remember if i did but um that was episode six a briefish sort of history of psychology <coughs> voice crack um and uh you know in the 200 not even 200 like 100 and 50 years maybe since um its inception we've come a long way even though it's one of the newest sciences aside from say quantum mechanics um <coughs> there we go um so along with you know psychotropic drugs we've we've come a long way in that regard too so if you've got any holdouts or reservations, you know, um, those people are there to serve you, you know. Obviously, there are some people who have their reservations about the pharmaceutical industry, but, um, you know, there there are still a lot of drugs out there that uh, 
have you know minimal side effects that have done more harm than uh all some of these psychotropic drugs do or have done i mean it's still possible to uh have a bad time if you take too many tylenols or too many um ibuprofen you know those will do kidney and or liver damage but um you know they make your headaches and or uh pain go away if you can't take um opiate based painkillers or something or you know so i mean maybe a combination of um some kind of psychotropic drug with <coughs> the talk therapy would um help you out maybe maybe not you know it, individual results may vary i think that's um the biggest thing but you shouldn't ever feel i mean there there still is a stigma around mental health which is fading and has been fading for the last couple of decades and i think we're we're pretty close to the end of it um but uh it's it still unfortunately is around and depending on you know what kind of group of people you're around maybe they'll feel uh more open to talking about it and or therapies or uh you know what whatever have you or maybe they'll be a little uh standoffish and um combative about it there are a lot of people who don't believe in therapy because they're more of a naturalist per se. Um, but I, I, I don't think that they're mutually exclusive. I think you can be um, interested in like herbal healing and alternative medicines, but still, you know, talk to someone and still get some insight from somebody who's got some more clinical experience in this or professional experience in dealing with a lot of these issues. But also still do, you know, your own stuff at home. Maybe maybe that's what you're supplementing the um, pharmaceuticals with. You don't want to go down, you know, the line of SSRIs or whatever other antidepressants they have out there now. And so you just want to meditate, do yoga, do your own thing. And that's fine as long as you've got, you know, some kind of plan and you're talking to your therapist or whomever about it. But... um you know, whatever whatever makes you feel better personally at the end of the day. Maybe it doesn't even have to be some kind of holistic medicine. Maybe it could be just a hobby that you do or maybe you strike up a new hobby. You know, that helps people get out of a funk. You know, that initial, um, that feeling of newness when you, when you start something new. Like, I don't, for me, it lasts probably longer, shorter than most people. <clears throat> but that's just because of how I'm wired. Um, but some people, when they start like a new hobby, if they, you know, obviously you, if you don't experience that initial um, rejection dysphoria of, oh, I'm bad at this, I hate it, you know, and drop it. But if you, um, if you find something that you're interested in and you like it a lot, those first few either days or weeks or maybe maybe months, I mean, depends how long it lasts for certain people, um are gonna be awesome they're gonna be great you're gonna feel great and it might help mitigate some of your symptoms obviously this might dissipate quicker than that for some people or it might not even help as much for some people but if you're looking for something not really down the line of drugs and you're not into the um the woo woo uh holistic stuff if that's what you want to call it um 
you know, maybe that's your avenue instead, or maybe, um, well, every, everything I'm about to list now is an example of a hobby. Maybe you get into cooking, maybe you get into film watching or making or, you know, whatever, whatever activity it is that you want to fill your time with. Maybe, um, you know, maybe it's time for a new job. <clears throat> there are some people out there who, you know, got laid off because of uh, what's going on right now. And so they're already in this boat of, well, I have to find a new job so that I can make ends meet. But maybe you've been in your job for uh, a little too long and you're you're finally sick of it. You realize, man, I fucking hate this job. I hate what I do. I hate everything about going to work. And this this might, I mean, for some people, it might be a good transitionary period, maybe to a new industry or maybe even another job in the same industry a different company that either pays better or maybe they don't pay better but they've got better benefits or you know what have you whatever it would take to make you feel better about the work you're doing because not not everyone sadly can do the work that fulfills them but um that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to do the soul crushing labor that you're used to doing just because you have been doing it for the last, you know, maybe months, maybe years, however long it's been. Um, this could be the time for you to start anew, to turn a new leaf, uh, walk down the uh, the road less traveled, uh, you know, whatever it may be, whatever figure of a speech or metaphor you want to use. Maybe this is the time for that. Um, it certainly feels like it's a time of transition in a lot of different areas. And so maybe that's it. And I mean, <laughs> this is all assuming this idea doesn't give you a ton of anxiety, but maybe, maybe it's a good anxiety that, um, feeling of, um, restlessness you get in your stomach or, I mean, the, the best example is like the butterfly is feeling it on a positive day, but on a negative day, those butterflies start feeling, ah, I don't, I don't even know how you would, what you, what kind of metaphor you would use, but they, they don't feel, uh, quite as friendly anymore, you know, after a while. And so, yeah, but, um, if it is that time and you're able without, um, really uprooting everything and kind of, um, doing too too much um i don't want to say harm but you know if you're able maybe it's time to even if you don't change jobs look into it maybe do some research on your own in a way that you know doesn't get you in trouble at your current job but you know look into what other opportunities are out there or maybe even take an online class there there's a lot of uh free courses from like the big Ivy League schools like MIT and Harvard and Yale all on YouTube. Now granted, um you're probably not going to get a lot of the supplemental stuff that they got for the course. You won't really have the book, you won't have like a a printed out copy of if um if they're using a slideshow, that slideshow, but um I've definitely found that I've learned a lot of cool information just from like a couple, you know, hour, two hour long lectures, you know, 
And it's kind of funny that I'd rather watch those than actually go to or watch a regular online web class lecture. But, um, you know, it's all about things that um, pique your interest. Or maybe, but if you're not, you know, feeling very interested in anything, then, um, well, unfortunately, The Office just left Netflix in the U.S. at least. So uh, I guess um, if you want to fire up the old Peacock TV <clears throat> or whatever NBC's um, service is called, fire up the old Peacock. Uh, they're not paying me to say that, by the way. I'm just trying to think of the most beloved sitcom of now because um, I, don't, I don't support the other one that starts with an F. Um, but if you want to fire up the old Peacock machine and uh, watch... I don't know nine hours of the office. Go ahead. Uh, you wanna you wanna get up every hour or two or maybe half hour and stretch a little bit, get the blood flowing so that you're not um, just falling into a catatonic slumber. But um, if that's what brings you the happy chemicals, then go for it. <clears throat> if it's um, building up old cars that you uh, want to piece back together and sell, go for that. If you want to learn how to cook, there's plenty of awesome online resources on that. There, I mean, this time, I've heard a lot of people say that this time is meant to be a time of reflection. And I, I don't think a lot of people really have the, uh, not the capacity, but like the inventory to do a self-inventory uh, assessment. Um, I think that some people just don't even know where to look when they, when they start to look inward and they're like, well, I just, I just feel bad all the time. I mean, I, I'm stuck in, you know, this job in this house I don't like, um, with this person I don't like, whatever, whatever your situation might be. And, you know, you can't always change a lot of that, but, um, maybe you can change your outlook on life or perhaps, um, Maybe just, you know, by the sheer luck of your genetics, or I guess um, unlock in this case, maybe you just are missing, you know, a lot of the serotonin or dopamine that would make you normally feel happy. Um, and so if you've got a chemical imbalance, then obviously uh, those psychotropic, psychotropic drugs can do a, a big uh, service to you, you know. Um, but if you're just looking to feel better, then maybe talking to someone is your best route. Going to therapy, you know, hashing it out, trying to help have someone else um, kind of give you the tools you, you need to help yourself look inward. Um, depending on your upbringing, maybe, maybe this was not a large part of what uh, tools your parents decided to pass down to you or whomever your carer was, you know. Some people, uh, unfortunately, don't have parents or didn't, and they maybe never knew them, or maybe they're uh, foster or adoptive parents. Who, however, you know, you were brought up. Um, maybe the self-assessment and inventory wasn't as big a part as it should have been or could have been. So you might not have as many of those tools available to you to readily look inward and that's okay that's you know what this entire industry is meant to do um we live in the most technologically advanced civilization that we built this far that we know of at least 
and that's that's pretty stressful. You know, we've we've had problems uh, psychologically coping with our society since the advent of the metropolis. So that goes back a hundred years or so. I forget the German sociologist's name. There's a book I always tell people that to look up because I myself have yet to read it, and I think that it's uh, a classic example of us um, moving forward, but not in every way. Um, there's a book published back in like 1903, I want to say. <clears throat> um, I think I want to say it's it's uh, something like man in the struggle to comprehend the metropolis. I forget. Um. Yeah, you know, so we we've been dealing with uh, because we're we're one of the few species that knows our time here is finite, um, and so dealing with this information on top of the fact that we can now basically beam information from space to the palm of our hand in a few seconds um on top of you know all these other natural innate problems that we experience um it definitely can be a bit too much you know and the weight of the sheer size of the system can really weigh down on you i have definitely felt this i think most people can relate to this Unless you're someone, and I don't even know that this is true, unless you're someone who has already made it through the rat race, you've already gamed the system, you've made it rich, made it big, and gotten out, then maybe your problems are a little less. But again, you could still have some kind of chemical imbalance in your brain. You could still have you know, the regular woes of the common working folk but you just happen to have a lot more money to throw at those problems. So maybe uh, you develop a substance use disorder instead, or you do this and that instead of finding some healthy coping mechanism. And then uh, in the end, you have more money to throw at the cure for whatever other issue you created for yourself. But I think that still um, trying to get to the root of whatever your problem is it's you know bringing you down, making you feel depressed, sad, angry sometimes even too. There's a lot of uh, anger at yourself maybe that'll come with depression. Obviously, anxiety is a big part of it, but I think I want to do just another episode on anxiety and maybe like that whole self-doubt idea because that's a trademark uh, attribute of anxiety. Um, and I think that... Uh, yeah, because I want to do a whole episode on just anxiety, but um, that also can compound what you're feeling, you know, from the depression if you've suffered from both, or maybe your feelings are just that complex that you know there are because there's there's multiple levels to most emotions. I mean, even happiness can still be. Uh, a very complex emotion. Maybe it's a bittersweet happiness, you know. You just got a promotion at work, but you got it because one of your favorite coworkers was just fired, or maybe you got them fired even. Maybe they did something that you thought was a minor mistake, and the higher-ups uh, disagreed. 
and then they let them go, but then you get their job or you get a raise, you get something. So you're feeling happy, but at the same time, you're like, dang, my friend's now out of a job, you know, that, that sucks for them. You're feeling like a little bit of sadness and empathy for them, even though, you know, it should be a, a high spirits day. So even, you know, if even a happy, uh, positive emotion, not that sadness is a negative emotion because it's, it's not always, it's just, um, sometimes it can be, you know, something we need to feel and look inward and really assess how we're doing. So, you know, the, the sadness can be, uh, from a complex range of other emotions or, feelings and things that are going on it might not be as simple as i don't want to get up today because i feel really really tired i don't want to get up today because uh i just got yelled at at work yesterday by the boss uh my wife girlfriend fiance husband partner whoever you're with uh you guys had a fight yesterday you uh i forgot to say boyfriend in there too however you and your partner or uh, spouse or I guess co-inhabitant, you know, if you're in a relationship, however you define it, <laughs> you guys had uh, a falling out or some kind of big fight, you know, and then that on top of the work thing, then you've also got something else going on, something else. A lot of these things can pile up and create these complex emotions. So maybe maybe you did get a you got that raise at work, but then that fight with your significant other is bringing you down so much that it kind of outweighs the happiness. So you're like, yeah, I don't want to get up today, even though I'm going to go to a job. I don't really mind that much. And I just got a pay raise, but I just feel like garbage because of, you know, X, Y or Z or whatever is um, going on. Um, You know, so. At the surface, you can you at the surface level you can say, "I'm sad," and that that is you know a valid expression of whatever is going on. But uh, if you go work on your um, you work on yourself, you might be able to find the underlying cause of that <laughs> with a little bit of work. And I mean, as they say, nothing nothing good comes easy or free. You know, it might be difficult. Maybe you've had a traumatic experience and then working through uh, the therapy helps you uncover that and work through that trauma if you were unaware of it or if you are, it just helps you work through it because obviously depression can be a big part of post-traumatic stress or other underlying symptoms or conditions. So it might it might be as simple as hey, I am just depressed, I have depression. <clears throat> I felt depressed for a long time, etc. or it could be um I have depression because of my anxiety, because of this stuff happening um or other, you know, underlying conditions, but it it still affects most people in the same way. All those symptoms I read off earlier, you're feeling lethargic, you're feeling down, you're not interested in the stuff that you used to be interested in. You kind of just don't want to be around. Uh, you're making plans, maybe not uh, departing early or earlier than expected. 
And, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. You can reach out, talk to someone professional or not even. There's At the end, I'm going to um, possibly list off some uh, resources. But if not, then I will at least put them in the show notes. I know that I've got some international listeners. Um, and unfortunately, I don't know all of the resources for all of the countries. Um, That'd be kind of cool, but um, not super applicable <clears throat> if I did. I'm going to really take a second here. <clears throat> Drink some water, because I am just dying right now. Okay, sorry about that. The um <coughs> I uh had to drink my water and then I got a little um distracted for a second. I almost said depressed because that's all I've been talking about. Um got a little distracted, but um yeah, so you know, you don't have to feel this way if that's how you are feeling or maybe you're just um confused about how you're feeling even maybe you're not really sure if you're feeling more down than usual or um you just don't have the tools to assess your own uh, emotions at times <coughs> and you want to reach out and talk to somebody anyways they're always there they're um they're willing to talk and listen you know it it wouldn't hurt to reach out and now that you can do it without even leaving your house or Potential. I mean, potentially, where you live. Um, you know, it's uh more accessible than ever. I would say. Um, we, because we live in such a technologically accessible world too. Back to the whole, you know, technology, everything. Uh that um, really, you know. We we can connect with people across the world so quickly that it's it's it would be unbelievable to anyone a century and a half ago. I only say that because um, the telegraph machine, you know, obviously was like the first big mass communication device. So you know, 150 years ago, that was still a thing. But you know, two centuries ago, it would have been they they would call you crazy. I mean, trying to explain to them <clears throat> what a computer is uh, in modern modern standard computers, um, they would already think you're batshit and want to have you committed. But uh, as we also learned from episode six, uh, there were lots and lots of reasons to have someone committed back uh, in the day to asyla Um. Asylum is the singular, and then asyla is plural because Latin is weird, and we don't really use it anymore. But asylums with an S at the end also um, <coughs> also works. But if you just want to sound a little less, um, oh, that's a little too much. Cut that back. Okay, <coughs> a little too um, snobby. Then you can just say asylums. 
with an S. But um, yeah, there were tons of reasons to lock people up back then, and there's still. I don't want to say there still are. I don't want anyone to think that if they go seek help that they're going to get locked up in a mental asylum or something. Because one, those don't exist. And two, they would only hold you if you um, if you were actively making plans to, um, you know, depart early, I suppose. That's the, the, the way I want to phrase it right now. Um, but yeah. You know, depression is a very, 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 very common thing in a lot of people. And given given right now the the state of uh, current affairs in the world, um, I would say it's probably at an all-time high, at least for this, um, for this, uh, civilization society whatever you want to call us at large i'm i'm talking the global scale at least um of people who are technologically advanced you know i don't know how the um uncontacted tribes and uh those people are doing right now are people that have no electricity whatsoever no running water that still live in simpler times i don't know how they're holding up they're probably fine i would imagine it has nothing has really reached their neck of the woods yet I don't know that it would, but, um, yeah, so, if you are feeling down and about, uh, despondent, maybe, depressed, sad, whatever, uh, whatever adjective, you know, there's a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, options out there for you sorry i was um looking up i was actually pulling up some of the resources i have um so i'm just gonna list off some of these um so for the u.s uh obviously if you have an immediate emergency be it mental health or not you can always call 911 and if you if you really need somebody there right then and now they, they'll probably send an ambulance for you and take you to a hospital um, but the crisis call center, which is specifically for, uh, mental health emergencies is <clears throat> 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK because it's T-A-L-K on the number pad. And that's basically the, um, like the logic song. I forget what it was called. I think it was that it was the name of the song. Or you can text uh, the word answer, A-N-S-W-E-R, to 839-863. I can't validate that this works right now because I copied this down in March. So um, if that uh, doesn't work, you can just Google. <clears throat> Although there's another crisis text line that's specifically for text because that first one was related to the crisis call center. The second one, this is only for U.S., uh, text HELLO to 741-741. There is also two specific uh, hotlines, one for the GLBT youth community. That one is 1-800-246-PRIDE-7743. Uh, There's five letters in PRIDE. Um, one eight hundred two four six seven seven four three. Um, 
the hours of that are 4 p.m. through 12 a.m. Monday through Friday, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday, Eastern Standard Time. There's also the Trans Lifeline in the U.S., 877-565-8860. In Canada, 877-330-6366. That hotline is staffed by volunteers who are all trans-identified and educated in the range of difficulties transgender people experience. <clears throat> um, there are lots of, you know, teen-specific ones. There, I'm sure there are some that are meant for older people as well. Um, also, in the um, United Kingdom, um, Anxiety UK is a charity providing support if you've been uh, diagnosed with anxiety. Zero uh, three. Four 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 seven seven five seven seven four. I'm not super sure how your guys' phone numbers work. Uh, there's also Bipolar UK, Alm. Um, this one is probably a pretty big one. This is the campaign against living miserably for men aged 15 to 35. Zero eight hundred fifty eight fifty eight fifty eight. They are open daily, 5 p.m. to midnight. Um, there's also the Mental Health Foundation, mentalhealth.org.uk. There's a lot um, of different... Also, you can just go to the NHS.uk. Um, that is the national... I don't know what that stands for, but it's your guys' mental health or health um, ministry, I think. Um... And if you are outside of the U.S., U.K., and uh, Canada, there are still lots of resources that you can possibly find from Google. Not that I'm trying to um, cheap out and not give you guys everything that I can, but um, those are just the ones I happened to already accumulate and found that are pretty good. Um, yeah. So, obviously, certain communities are going to be more affected by depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues than others. And um, uh, accessibility to resources may vary by your location well. So, if something isn't available locally, that's when, you know, the Zoom and stuff comes into play. Because you you might not be able to physically drive or walk or ride a bus or train to wherever your uh, therapist or just in general mental health care provider uh, might be. <laughs> so, with the whole second uh, revolution of the video calling services, um, you can talk to them online. And it's... Um, it might be a little more awkward at first, you know, um, just because you're, you know, you're, you're Skyping basically your therapist, but I, I think if you stick with it long enough, you would find that it's basically the same feeling and services you would get in the office aside from, you know, some of the body language stuff that they might be able to, um, notice in you and help uh talk you through or 
um, if you do any kind of um, physical therapy along with it, like uh, if you have to uh, use like uh, Play-Doh or something or some molding clay while you're talking. But, you know, again, you can do that at home on your own if um, it's something you're used to doing in the office. But, yeah. So, really, I just wanted to stop and take some minutes here and start off the series because I've been putting this off for so long because, um, you know, I've been I've been feeling pretty pretty down too lately because of all this and just, you know, life. I think we can all agree that sometimes life is a little too much for our um not quite uh I guess caught up brains. You know, our brains aren't really caught up to what we've been able to accomplish in the last hundred hundred twenty years, you know. Because uh, on Earth, you know, there's only a handful of people that fully understand, uh, I don't want to say anything, but, you know, when you're talking about something as specialized as quantum mechanics, there's, you know, a few dozen people in the whole world that truly have a full comprehension of the cutting edge stuff like that, or the cutting edge aspects of that field. And the same goes with uh, technology. <clears throat> you know, the gap between those that are initiated and those that aren't is growing ever wider. And our reliance on it um, is also growing heavier and heavier. So a lot of people are going outside a lot less. A lot of people are feeling more down. And then given the world's um, events right now, uh, you're going to naturally probably feel shittier, feel more down and feel like uh, this isn't worth it. But there's lots of resources out there to help you get out of this funk. And you just got to realize that it's natural. It's a part of life. Unfortunately, it's not a great part, but it's a part nonetheless. And it's something that um, maybe it won't necessarily go away completely, but you can at least mitigate it and mitigate um, the effect that it's having on your life if it's having a detrimental effect on your life just by reaching out. Even if you even if you want to reach out to a friend that you trust enough to have, like, some kind of serious conversation with, maybe that conversation can take some of the burden off of your back and leave you with uh, your head held a little bit higher, you know? So... It's some food for thought. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I guess I want to throw in there, Think. try to think of the 5x5 um, five five rule, too. Um, I've kind of been forgetting about that, letting really small stuff get to me, but, you know. And someone pointed out to me that this isn't a, a catch-all rule, and I don't. I don't think it was designed to be. But the 5x5 five five rule, for those that are unaware or didn't listen to whenever I first brought it up, um, if something isn't going to be in your life or affect your life or bother you in five years from now, or it's not going to be important in five years from now, then don't let it upset you or take up more than five minutes of your time. Now, obviously, th there's a lot of exceptions to this. Um, Someone had brought up, you know, stresses about school and stuff like that. And I think that's more of a, 
a part of your everyday life. That's kind of like, you know, your job until you're uh, out of school. You know, that school is your job for a while. So that, I mean, there's a lot of exceptions to that. But I, I taking it more on a micro level, such as, you know, your online interactions, um, your interactions with regular people every day. You know, someone cuts you off in traffic. There's no need to get mad and cause some kind of road rage incident when in five minutes that person's going to be gone and probably won't enter your life again, you know? And also you don't want to ever do uh road rage because that's just not a good road to go down. Um, but yeah. Oh, five by five rule is uh, a good one. It's not a, not everything. I don't think there is a good solution to everything or any problem. I think we've been we've been trying to find a good catch-all, be-all for a long time, but in almost everything, um, you need a a good variety, a good mix of things, to you know find a solution. And so, you know, mental health shouldn't be any different. Maybe you need a good mixture of exercise, talk therapy, maybe some um you know, psychotropic drugs or pharmaceuticals, whatever your preferred nomenclature is. Um, maybe you only need some of it. Maybe you want to do some talk therapy and yoga or just have a support system. You know, whatever works for you. But never feel afraid to reach out or feel like you're not um, normal because you're having these feelings or thoughts or <clears throat> going through this um, range of emotions because I guarantee... Um, even the, the happiest go lucky people still feel down some days. They still have bad days. They still have days when they're not really wanting to put on that smile, but they still do. So, you know, take, uh, take all this with a grain of salt, I suppose. Do what, uh, is going to help you. But if you're having problems, definitely reach out to someone, let them know what's going on. Um, you're not alone in this fight. No one is because we're all here together, either suffering or living through or enjoying, um, whatever you want to call life. I mean, it's life, but you know, either existence, endurance, or, uh, paradise for some. Oh, yeah. Um, mm, I can't decide if I want to do another song. I think I played almost every song I have from uh, my EP. There's really only there's there's six tracks, one interlude, and um. Oh man, I think that um. Yeah, I don't know. None of them are particularly positive and or uplifting, but I kind of just want to have another episode that doesn't get a copyright strike on uh, YouTube. Not that um, they actually seem to care yet, but... Um, huh. Um, you know, it would just be nice to have something I could monetize if I so chose, which I've not yet, but, you know... Um, Oh, actually, I don't think I'm allowed to yet. I think I have to. You have to have certain uh, requirements before you can do any of that. But regardless, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I think I am gonna play another song from that. 
So once I'm done, that'll come on. Um, and I'll put the names and links to everything I've talked about in the description or bio, wherever you read this. If you can't click on the hyperlink, or if there is no hyperlink wherever you're listening and or watching to this, watching this um, from, then just try to copy and paste it into your browser, or just you know Google it. Or if you don't use Google, DuckDuckGo, whatever your preferred search engine is. But anyways. Uh, I hope that you all are doing well out there. I hope that you're surviving, getting through this. Um, hopefully we're through the most of it, you know. So, as always, go forth and be excellent. Spread the positivity. Be the change you want to see in the world. And until next time, I will talk to you later. Machines are everywhere. Oh, you'll fight them all, you seven people. You'll make a great sound, smashing a few of them. But for every one you destroy, hundreds of others will be built. And they'll demoralize you, break your spirits, create such rifts and tensions in your society that no one will be able to repair. Oh, you're a savage. Despair. And when we come here to live, you friendless, demoralized fox will fall without even a single shot being fired. Senator, enjoy the few years left you. There is no answer. You're all of the same dark persuasion. You demand and insist on knowing every private thought and hunger of everyone, your families, your neighbors, everyone, but yourselves.
if you've made it this far, thank you. Like, comment, subscribe, follow along, do whatever you have to do so that you know when we make uh, new content. Love you all. Hang in there. Things will get better. I hope. No, they will. I'm kidding. Thank you, though, for listening. Uh, episode 12 will come out sometime. Uh, maybe anxiety-related, maybe not. I don't know. But until then, hasta the wigo. Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we're the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. <laughs>